0: what's up guys so it's been a while it's been a long while um i think it's almost been two or three weeks since i've posted anything on my instagram page or even uploaded a episode and um life has just been crazy busy for one week i just forgot honestly and then another week i was sick and now I'm better so I'm trying to catch up on Instagram posts and catch up on podcast episodes but anyway I'm back and today we're going to be talking about the book of first Samuel um I'm gonna read a diverse a devotional called bowed and worship um and then I'm just going to talk a little bit about the book of first Samuel chapter one and chapter two and how it relates to that devotional but um anyway we're about to get started but make sure you pull out your bible or open up your bible app on your phone and make sure to check out my instagram page um so you can stay updated on when i'm posting new episodes or just to get some encouragement throughout the week but uh let's get started Okay, so the devotional I'm going to read really quick is called Bowed in Worship, and it's by the She Reads Truth Ministry, of course. And it focuses on um, 1 Samuel chapter 1 through chapter 2, verse 11. Um, I've been going through the book of 1 Samuel, and I absolutely love it. It's a really cool book, and so I suggest that you take the time to read it for sure. And I'll come back and let you guys know how I like 2 Samuel. But I'm going to read this devotional really quick and then just talk like I always do. But let's get started. I bow and worship every morning when I wake up, but sometimes I bow to the wrong thing. I slap the alarm notification on my phone for the third time, silently and sleepily vowing to get to bed earlier than the night before. Then I put the phone down and get up. But first, I do a quick scan through, through the usual suspects. My emails, my texts, my social media. It'll only take a minute, I think to myself, as one minute becomes many. Before stepping out of bed, I've set my heart and mind at the world's feet, consuming whatever it happens to send my way at six in the morning. Maybe it's my penchant for distraction that makes my heart so drawn to Hannah's faithfulness. Scripture describes her praying again and again to the Lord, pouring out her heart, bowing in worship to God. I'm sure she wasn't perfect, but wow, look at her prayer life. Hannah's prayers weren't half-hearted or empty. She prayed honestly and openly. She prayed as if her life depended on it. Deeply hurt, Hannah prayed to the Lord and wept with many tears. We read that in 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 10. I've been praying from the depth of my anguish and resentment. That comes from verse 16. The good, the bad, and the painful— Hannah brought it all to God as an act of worship. What was it about Hannah that created in her the worshiping heart I longed to have? Why was prayer Hannah's first resort instead of her last? The Bible doesn't tell us outright, but we're given some solid clues. One, she believed in God's power. Hannah approached God with reverence, asking boldly for his blessing. Two, she trusted in God's goodness Hannah offered her beloved son Samuel as God's servant before he was even conceived. Three, she rested in God's presence. We get a glimpse of how Hannah responded in sorrow and even how she began her day in the midst of hard times of waiting. Hannah's habit of prayer was less about her goodness and more about God's greatness. After Samuel's birth, Hannah carried her son up to the tabernacle, dedicating him to the Lord. It's here that we see her back where she started in 1 Samuel chapter 1, presenting her whole self in prayer before God. Though her prayers of anguish had become a song of thanksgiving, Hannah's posture was still the same. In supplication and in praise, she bowed and worshiped before the Lord. We serve a powerful, loving, and good God, the God who is like no other. May we give our worshipful glances and prayerful pleas to him and him alone. When our lives ache with need, may we bring them to the throne. When our hearts break, may we pour them out to God. When we rise in the morning, may we rise and worship. Okay, so that was the devotional. And I really, really, really like it. It's all talking about bowing and worship. I liked how the beginning of it talked about how in the morning we sometimes bow to the wrong thing. Like we may wake up and jump on our phone to go to TikTok or Instagram or Facebook. And in that moment, we've set our heart and mind at the world's feet. We've consumed so much of the world so early in the morning instead of bowing and worship the first thing in the morning. You know, right when we wake up in the morning. We have the decision to bow and worship or bow down to the world. We have the decision to spend time with the Lord, the first thing we do when we wake up. Or we have the decision to just go and spend time with the world right when we wake up. I'm not saying it's wrong to go on your phone or go on TikTok or go on social media right when you wake up in the morning. But I feel like there should be some concern if... The only thing you're focused on that early in the morning is the world and not God. If you're more focused on what the world's doing rather than having your personal Bible time. That may like step on some toes, but we really need to examine ourselves when it comes to that. Because when you get up in the morning or before you go to bed and you spend so much time just looking at the world and setting your heart and your mind at the world's feet you consume whatever the world presents to you and you don't even set aside time in the morning or at night for god i feel like you just need to do some self-evaluation and just think and think why i'm doing that you know i really love hannah so at the beginning of first samuel it talks about how hannah wasn't able to have children she wasn't able to conceive and how she would always go to the temple and how she would pray and when I say she prayed, she prayed. She didn't just go and pray to just to check it off her list. She prayed with all of herself. Her prayers were so honest and so open and so deep. Um, there was one part in First Samuel chapter 1, verses 12 through 18. Hannah was in the temple praying and the priest Eli was there. And he thought she was drunk while she was praying. Because she was just praying so wholeheartedly, so openly. She was praying like her life depended on it. The priest thought she was drunk. Um, but like I said, Hannah, she wasn't able to have children, and that's something she really wanted. And so she made a vow to the Lord and she prayed to him. She basically said, Um, let me actually go to it. It's first Samuel chapter one, verse ten. It says, deeply hurt, Hannah prayed to the Lord and wept with many tears. Making a vow, she pleaded, Lord of armies, if you will take notice of your servant's affliction, remember and not forget me and give your servant a son. I will give him to the Lord in all the days of his life and his hair will never be cut. So before Samuel was even conceived, before he was even like, Brought into this picture. Hannah trusted in God's goodness. And I just think that's really beautiful. So in the end, of course, um, Samuel was born. And Samuel actually means God heard. And when you think about it, um, Hannah named her son Samuel because God heard her request. God heard that she wanted a son. God God heard her crying. God heard her heart. And so she's like, okay, God said, I hear you, Hannah. So she gave um, Hannah a son, and that's where Samuel comes from, because Samuel means God heard, God heard Hannah's request. So I think that's just really beautiful. Um, one thing in the devotional, it said, why was prayer Hannah's first resort instead of her last? And I kind of want to focus on that. I'm going to highlight that, actually. Why was prayer Hannah's first resort instead of her last? And so the text doesn't tell us outright why it was her first resort, but again, we're given clues. So um, I'm sorry if you hear the clicking, that's my highlighter. (laughs) But um, sometimes for us, just as humans, just as Christians, prayer isn't always our first resort. And I can admit that too. If something really bad is going on in my life, prayer isn't always the first thing I fall on sometimes i'll just sit there and sulk and feel bad for myself or i'll just go off and complain to my boyfriend or a friend or i'll just sit there irritated for a while prayer isn't always our first resort sometimes it's our last thing we go to Because we'll go to our friends, we'll go to social media, we'll go to our family members, we'll go to all these earthly and worldly things that really can't give us the help we need. And when we finally realize that those things won't help us anymore, then we're like, oh, there is God. Oh, I can go to prayer. And then we go to him. When it should definitely be the other way around. When things start going bad, we should go to prayer first. We should go to God first. That's definitely something I'm working on because I'm not perfect. No one is perfect. And going to prayer first instead of last is something that all of us as Christians need to work on. But anyway, what we want to focus on is why was prayer Hannah's first resort and not her last? Hannah is definitely a woman in the Bible I'm going to be looking up to. Um, but one, she believed in God's power. Hannah didn't just believe half-heartedly in God or believed just a little bit in his power she believed with all of herself she believed in God's power Hannah approached the throne room of God with reverence asking boldly for God's blessing she went to the Lord's temple and she the text said that she went with tears and she wept and she was deeply hurt and she made a vow to God She pleaded with him. She was like, if you give me a son, I will dedicate him to you for the rest of his life. She believed in God's power. So she approached him with reverence and she asked him boldly for his blessing. Number two, she trusted in God's goodness. So before Samuel was even conceived, Hannah offered him as God's servant. Before he was even conceived, that was the vow she made. She said, if you give me a son, I will dedicate him to you. I will give him to you for the rest of his life. So she trusted in God's goodness. Hannah offered her own her first son. Hannah offered her first son as God's servant before he was even conceived. She trusted in his goodness. And lastly, she rested in God's presence. She rested in him. We get a glimpse of how Hannah responded um, in sorrow and even how she began her day in the midst of hard times. When Hannah was going through affliction, when she was upset, when she was sad, she she didn't go off to her friends. She didn't go off to people and just complain. She didn't have a complaining attitude. We see in the text that she just rested in God's presence. And that's something I just really, I really look up to. Even though she really wanted to have children and she wasn't able to, even though she was so hurt, she still chose to rest in God's presence. So, all that to say, prayer should always be our first resort instead of our last. And we can always look to Hannah as an example of that because she believed in God's power, she trusted in God's goodness, and she rested in God's presence. She believed, she trusted, and she rested. But that's the podcast episode for today. It was very short, very spontaneous, very all over the place. But that's me. <laughs> so um, we're just going to end today with prayer. Lord God, thank you for today. Thank you for putting it on my heart to go through the book of first samuel because it wasn't even a book i considered reading um it's just so amazing to see a woman in the bible just resting in you and trusting you and believing in you lord lord please allow all of us to be a little bit more like hannah please allow us to believe in your power more please allow us to trust in your goodness more please allow us to rest in your presence more and Lord God, please allow prayer to be our first resort when things go wrong and not our last. But after today's devotional, please allow the listener and myself to be more curious to learn about you, to be more curious to dig deeper into your word. Abba, thank you for everything. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.